Let's go talk about the National Football League. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. He's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Lions, if, right now in the NFC, if we had the Schwab power poll, where would you put the Lions at four games in? Well, I do power rankings, so uh, it's a it's an easy question if I can remember where I put them. Uh, I actually had them seventh this week. Had them below 49ers, Bills, Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Dolphins. I think you could start talking about them after the Chiefs. And, uh, you know, I know the Lions beat them, so maybe you talk about them before the Chiefs. Maybe you say, hey, they've both got the same record and one has a road win against the other. So, But we're talking at very low seven. Like, you can't get them any lower than seven. You could get them as high as four, I think. I don't think you can get them above 49ers, Bills, Eagles. But you start to talk about them versus the Chiefs, them versus the Cowboys, them versus the Dolphins. I think it's a a fair uh, argument to say, you know, yeah, they should be ranked ahead of any of those teams. We're talking about the Lions being a top-seven team in the NFL unquestioned. I think that's pretty pretty darn good for given uh, given how much Lions fans have suffered through the years. Yeah, I I agree. And it all comes down to... Really, the rest of the season and what you can do on the road, I think the road really defines how good a team is in any sport at any level, high school, college, and pro. And I just look at uh, Lions winning at Arrowhead, winning uh, at Lambeau, and I said it during the off season: if they could find a way to get multiple playoff games at home at Ford Field, it is not crazy. That could be a path to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, it's, it isn't crazy. And it's hard because the 49ers look so good and the Eagles are so good. I know they haven't played great yet, but we all know that they, they're going to be just fine. Even the Cowboys, their defense has been unbelievable. So you start to say, I mean, can you envision the Lions going and, and, and beating the 49ers? Well, if they have them at home, maybe. I mean, it at least gives them a shot. If, if the 49ers are losing you know, a few games here, the Lions keep rolling. And I, look, the Lions are off to an incredible start. I thought... Thursday night was just a statement game. They destroyed the Packers. I mean, if the Lions can't win the division this year, it's just never going to happen. Never. Like, I mean, why, if not now, when? I mean, it, it is right there in front of them. The loss to the Seahawks is even aging well. Seahawks have won three in a row now. They're a pretty good team. So, yeah, I mean, the, Lions are, the Lions are legit. And, you know, I mean, there, there's probably some questions after they lost to the Seahawks. Oh, is it the same old Lions, this and that? It's not. This is, this is a, a good football team on offense. The defense is obviously much improved. Just a very, very good football team. Who's your biggest surprise right now in the NFL and who would be on the other end of the spectrum as Frank Schwab's biggest disappointment? I, I think the biggest surprise has to be the Buccaneers at this point. Uh, I mean, they're 3-1, and one, and maybe that's a little uh, yeah, a little fraudulent. That, but they did just go on the road and, and beat the Saints, who I think everybody would assume is the best roster in the NFC South, right? So 3-1, the only losses to the Eagles. Were a lot, the Eagles are going to beat just about everybody to play this year. So... I think the Buccaneers have to be, uh, you know, that team. And I don't think there's any question that the Bengals are the biggest disappointment. Like, it just how, how, how could they not be? I mean, if you're doing that question of who's your biggest surprise in a negative way, if your answer is not the Bengals, I, you're just trying too hard to be different. I mean, nobody saw the Bengals being this bad. And I wrote about it in Power this morning that the, the problems the Bengals have aren't fixable, really. Like, I mean, maybe they do get better just because they do have a lot of talent. But you look at some of the stuff that they're going through, and I really don't know how to get out of this, this uh, you know, spiral they're in. It's a, it's a pretty bad situation the Bengals are in right now. Is it more based on 
Burrow maybe not being healthy or just other issues? I mean, you go back and you look You look at the Titans game especially. I remember rewatched that a couple times. It's The first thing that's wrong with them is not Burrow. It's the offensive line. The offensive line is terrible. The offensive line is just awful. They can't block anybody. They came out against the Titans, and very clearly the coaching staff just wanted to get the ball out of Burrow's hands. Now, that might be injury-related, and that's dictating their play calling. So a lot of one-step drops, three-step drops. The ball's just coming out like three-yard passes, three-yard passes. Burrow is still hurried on seven of his first ten dropbacks, despite having basically one-step drops. It's, it was it's just amazing to watch. And then when the offensive line can't block, Burrow can't get out of the way. He can't move. So that's when the injury shows up. And so offensive line can't block. Burrow can't get out of the way, can't buy any more time. That means nothing is going downfield. They're literally, aside from Carolina, really, the worst deep passing team in football right now. And we know the Bengals. The Bengals are get the ball to chase 30 yards downfield, get the ball to T. Higgins all the way downfield. There's none of that in their offense now. Because their offensive line's got awful and broke can't move. So how's it going to get fixed? I, I just, it's a bad, bad scene for the Bengals right now. They just, there's, there's no explosive plays in their offense. And this, you know, three yard dink and dunk is just not who they are. How about Miami? Who are they? Uh, you go from scoring 70 against a god awful Denver team to uh, close to 50 given up against Buffalo at Buffalo. Buffalo's still one of the toughest places to play in the NFL. I, I think Buffalo looks for real. I'm, I'm not going south on a 3-1 and one Miami team, but I don't know if they're best in the NFL contenders. Yeah, I think the, the, the Dolphins are a very good team that's not as good as the Buffalo Bills. That's uh, and that, that, right. that stinks that they're in the same division, right? But that's kind of where I'm at with the Dolphins. I mean, I've listened all last week, all the Dolphins hype, and I was like... Teammates still ain't good as Buffalo. I don't care that they just put 70 on the Broncos or are terrible. But the the Bills are still the team to beat in that division, and they showed that clearly. Um, the Bills are a very, very good football team, and, they, and we forgot how good they were. They were amazing last year. They just had a really bad playoff loss. But they were a heck of a football team last year. They lost the week one against the Jets. Minus four in turnovers, and they still barely lose an overtime on a punt return. It didn't really throw me off the scent that the Bills are a good football team. And, and over the last three weeks, they have been absolutely dominant. Yeah, so I, I just I don't really think less about the Dolphins. I just think they're one of the top you know, seven or eight teams in football that's just not as good as one of the other teams in our division. I'm having a tough time looking at some of the analytics connected to where the Lions are at right now at 3-1, and one, atop the NFC North by a game over the Packers and two games over Minnesota and three games over the Bears. 74.6% chance of winning the division, 88% chance of the playoffs. We are talking about the Detroit Lions. This is amazing, isn't it? And wow. What do you say, 74%? I mean, honestly, yeah. you say 74%. My first thought is it's too low. Like, I get it. Like, things can happen. The Packers aren't dead. Like, they could get on a run and all that. But, you know, you watch the Lions play. You watch the rest of the division play. And you just – it's only four games. There's a long way to go. But you do say – the Lions are unquestionably the best team in this division, unquestionably. And they already got the road win in hand against the Packers, who I think are the only team that's really going to you know, contend with them. Yeah, I mean, it is credit to, credit to the Lions for everything they've done. That, that Matthew Stafford trade is one of the rare – it might be the biggest win-win trade in sports history, if you think about it. Like, I mean, the Rams aren't, aren't 
taking it back. They won a Super Bowl out of it. But look at all the things the Lions got. They have just built that roster up so well. And it just feels like a team that's going to get better, too. I mean, I think Jameer Gibbs is going to become a player later in the season, not just a uh, kind of a bit player. He gets a few touches a game. Jameson Williams going to affect that offense in a positive way. Whether he's a great player or not, his speed, you've got to account for it. So the Lions team is not only playing well, it's, it's going to get better as the season goes on, I think. One thing I do love about those analytics that I looked at, Bears have a 0% chance at winning the division, and they have a minus 10% chance. I didn't even know those numbers could go the other way. They have a minus 10% chance the Chicago Bears do of making the NFL playoffs. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, they are. Who the Bears are bad. My goodness. That, that coach is going to get fired at some point. The I don't know if the GM is going to be around. The only light for them at the end of the tunnel is probably having the first pick of the draft. But even then, I think you know anybody who knows the Bears history of quarterbacks kind of says to themselves, they're not going to screw up Caleb Williams too, are they? That that's just not fair. Like we we deserve to see Caleb Williams succeed in the NFL. I saw him live. I, I went to USC Colorado on Saturday, and, and Caleb is the truth. But the Bears have gone seven decades without a good quarterback, and that's not just coincidence. So hopefully, the one thing the Bears don't screw up is Caleb Williams. I hope they get that right. You know, there was some of that crazy talk last summer. I do remember where some were saying, "Well, they should trade Justin Fields now, while they could get something for him." And what they're trying to do, and it reminds me what I've seen a lot with running quarterbacks over the years in the NFL, Frank, that you try and make a quarterback somebody they're not, right? Right. That's right. what I and, see with know, Fields I mean, right really now. really did. Absolutely. First couple games, I mean, they're they're trying to turn him into a pocket guy, and he's just not that. It just takes away what he does well. you got to play to his strengths, and this coaching staff is just incapable of that. This is a bad, is a bad coaching staff. They, they should not have been hired. They should not still have their jobs, honestly. I mean, it, it, it's at a point where you're just ruining a franchise, you know, trotting this out every week, and... Yeah, I, I, I was fully on board with the Bears need to use that first pick in a trade down. And they need to give Justin Fields a year. Like, we saw some good things last year. Can he progress in his third year? And the answer is honestly, not really. I mean, he did have a good game, but it was the Broncos. They can't cover anybody or tackle anybody either. So you're probably to the point where you're, you've probably thrown in a towel on Justin Fields unless he has a really good final 13 games of the season, which is possible. He's still a young guy. But. I thought they played it exactly how they should have. Give Fields another year. Carolina Panthers gave up a ton to come get the first pick. It's not like Bryce Young looks all that great. So, I, and now you're in position. Hey, if you stink, you're going to get a position to get a good quarterback. And here the Bears are probably easily because they have the Panthers pick too, the front runners to get the first pick of the draft. Frank Schwab, uh, one of the best when it comes to going inside the NFL. Yahoo.com national columnist joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here. On the huge show across Michigan. Frank, always appreciate the football conversation. Absolutely, I appreciate it too.